Good evening, folks. Coming to you from the east side of Germantown, you're listening to the award-winning InfoHub Hour. I'm Maleka Fruin, community organizer at the Germantown InfoHub and Germantown neighbor. My esteemed colleague Rashid is out this week, but they'll join us again soon. The InfoHub Hour is all about news and engagement in Germantown. Check out what's going on by visiting our website at germantowninfohub.org. Let's start the show. We've had Germantown Residents for Economic Alternatives together, otherwise known as GREAT, on the show before. And they've discussed mutual aid, housing, and more. They've started a new initiative, Emergency Prep. In their words, in an emergency or a major shift, one of the best resources we have is each other. How do we rely on each other in Germantown? Today, we're going to talk to two of the great organizers, Muriel Simmons and Howard Bailey. Thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you for having us. So, you know, tell us a little bit about how this got started. I mean, why emergency prep? Howard, do you want to start? I would like to. I think that... um, we are pretty much aware of that there are changes occurring in our local economy at this point. And so rather than be surprised about this or just complaining about it, we want to be proactive with it. And so us as a a group, socially active, our primary focus is to help us to help ourselves in the local in, in the local situation, where we can be uh, coming up with answers and ideas, and the basic way to do that is just to talk to each other. So I a lot of talking, right. a lot of discussing, a lot of idea no. sharing. Do you want to add anything else, Muriel? Um, I think that um, we get to help people who don't have anyone that's going to help them. Um, that's one of the things as well. People that are um, alone or disabled, uh, you know, people that, that don't have anyone in, you know, in the neighborhood to try to figure out how they can be helped. And Howard, you had mentioned um, something about the, the economy shifting. And I think part of that, I think, came up because of COVID-19 and how the pandemic stopped a lot of, did, uh, stopped a lot of the momentum in the society. Did that come up with all, with everyone's idea sharing as far as this emergency prep? Well, of course. However, Lika, I think that this is something that has been uh, coming for a while. So if you look back through history, you see these types of events occurring periodically. This is not like it's something that we never had before. Mm. What happens is we forget about it and we become very complacent and very, very comfortable. And then so we wind up saying, how did this happen? Well, it happens all the time. So the idea that we have is that it's the end of the world as we know it, but I feel fine. <laughs> I don't have to reinvent the wheel. We just want to change it in a slightly direction, a new direction. 
so that it's working for us. We're going in the direction we want to go. Mm. So what I'm saying to you is that we're being fed a story and it's not our story. And we want to say, hey, look, what story are we trying to develop? So we're on a journey. And that journey says, in my mind, as one of the um, people that's involved in this heavily over many years, I have a mission. I think that we are on a good path. Unfortunately, I think that is a convergence of a lot of evil and not so good things that are happening to us that don't necessarily have us as a community in focus or in mind. Hmm. Um, so I'm not coming with doom and gloom. This is not, none of that. It's nothing of, it's just is. And so when something like this happens, what do you do about it? And we have examples all through history of this. And so that's what we're trying to tap into. Mm -hmm. So history shows this. So big struggles throughout and really just focusing in on our local community as a solution to these small troubles. Now, let's walk, let's walk through this. Muriel, give us like a possible emergency scenario that, okay, so one of the that things, uh, we could prep for. So one of the things I experienced um, was, uh, well, we talked about different things, but there's several things, but one of them was when we had the flood. Mm. So when you have a flood, a lot of times you can't use your water, you know, so you should have water available. And you, and one of the things we talked about too at this workshop we just had was they were telling us that if you have animals and you don't, if you have a dog and you, you don't have a muzzle and you don't have a leash, then the dog cannot go. So say, for instance, there's a flood and they come and get you out your house. You cannot take that animal with you because you have to get used to the fact that, okay, I, you have to survive, so you can't have, you, you're not able to take care of that animal. So that's something that people should look at. Um, also, um, in those situations, you have to have things available in your house. You have to have uh, just supplies, water, enough water for your family, you know, enough water. And check on your neighbors. Like, I, you know, originally it said that, you know, if you have a neighbor, I have a neighbor, she's by herself. Um, she's not disabled, but still, I would want to know that she's okay. So, you know, we're going to be looking, trying to do those things, you know, making, getting phone numbers, you know, for people and um, seeing if you can talk to them, um, having radios that can communicate, you can hear, you know, because if your phone goes out, then what, you know, or if you don't have it available, if it runs out, try to have uh, chargers. There's a lot of different things that, for different situations that, um, but I think the flood thing, because we all we all witnessed that, you know, here in Philadelphia, how high that water went and how many people had to, a lot of people had to leave their homes. So, you know, when you leave your home, you, you have to depend on other people. You cannot just think that, okay, I'm going to be okay. So just providing actual just logistics of what you can do to get through these possible right. scenarios. But let me ask you both this. How would the ideal great community work through these together and be self-reliant and work through these emergency scenarios together? Howard, take us through part of it. Okay, this is how it works. 
we are being forced to think in short terms, emergencies, uh, small. Um, so we have to think short term, medium term, long term. Okay. And they have different time frames and different requirements. If we keep our time frames too short, we run out of resources. So essentially what we're trying to do is it doesn't matter what happens. Our idea is that we are basically responsible for ourselves first and foremost. You won't, I don't necessarily expect the cavalry to come over the hill in the last minute and save us from all the woes that are out there. It's irrelevant. We should be taking care of ourselves. That being said, what what we have is that people are generally telegraphing where they're coming from. They're telling us there's going to be shortages all in your face. They're telling you that uh, we're going to have shortages and the supply chain is broken, et cetera. So basically, I take them at their word. It doesn't matter if anything happens. We should be prepared mm -hmm. so that we are actually not only surviving if something God forbid should happen, we should be thriving because the system is broken right now, in my opinion. Okay. Now, how would this thriving community work in times of crisis? I saw, I heard Muriel, you said definitely a phone list. Now, what if right. people aren't okay, able to so access their phones, things like that? How, how do how how do these kind of crises work if you're working with this thriving community? Okay, I think that communication is one thing. Mm -hmm. um, like Howard said, you have to have enough for your family and yourself, and maybe you have more for other people. But everyone should be able to um, maintain their own. Like, in, so let's say my neighbor down the street, I know them, so I, I'll call them and see what they have or, you know, help them understand it, you know, spread the word that this is what you need to do. You need to have these things, like Howard said, you need to be prepared in advance. You don't wait until the situation happens and then you say, oh, I gotta, I gotta run and get this. Try to have things for yourself first because the reality is if you don't have anything, you're gonna have to look for somebody else to help you. You know, you, if you don't have, you know, you have to have water. If you don't have water to drink, you have to find a source to drink. And a lot of times if we see in certain situations when things come up, people are in line waiting for hours and hours for water just to get water or to just get some food. You know, so, see, so these are some of the basics that we need to think about in advance um, with, for what, like you said, for whatever situation that comes up. Um, there's resources that you can um, get to tell you how. And I think we've set up some things where we can tell you how you can, what you need to have, Mm -hmm. And, you know, how you can get it and where, you know, the things that you need to have. I, mean, I think that's important. Yes. Okay. I'm understanding this vision. Now, Howard, it sounds mm -hmm. like there's also community organizing directly involved, just organizing yeah. our resources, things like that. Absolutely. We have to be able to communicate. Okay. We have to have our phone trees set up. And you have to be able to practice this stuff. So it doesn't happen by accident. Things are 
I've been in a number of natural disasters, not by choice, but because I was traveling over the country and so forth. And I've seen them operate and people are woefully ill-prepared. We get caught like deer in the headlight. We're not even, it's like a snowstorm is coming and that's when we run out to the grocery store when it's starting to snow. The truth of the matter is it might be too little too late. And so what we're trying to do is set it up so that we can be supportive of each other. We always have people in need, but if this thing works like I think it normally does, we'll all be in need. And so we have to have it so that we're all prospering because if we're not doing it that way, people start hitting each other in the head, people are desperate. <laughs> And we don't, we don't need that aggravation. It's making sure those resources are available even in the worst of times. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And we don't, we're not going to be able to depend on our broke relatives, our greedy corporations, or our insensitive governments. Mm. Not reflection on anyone, but that's the way it works out. And so... Let's do something about it now. This is the quiet before the storm. Mm. So we're trying to get these pieces into place right now. And the way we do that, frankly, is to just talk it through. We are looking for people who are looking for us. Right. We're not trying to convince anybody because that's a hopeless task. You know, I mean, I can't even get support in my own family. <laughs> you know, and so they think, oh, well, you know, it'll work out. But it works out because me, we make it work out. Right. Now, I know one of the things that y'all have put together is an emergency prep and community self-reliance organizer guide. Can either of you tell me a little bit about, about that, the guide and how it was created? Yes, I, I can do that. Um, Paul is working with us and other, we're working collectively. There is no leadership here. This is the thing of us working together. And as people have the calling for this or the knowledge, we're trying to assemble people in small self-help groups. Because do, I can tell you from personal experience, you can't convince everybody. And if, you, if the group is too large, you get these power struggles and all kind of issues uh, to be uh, HNIC and all of that. We don't need that. So what we have to do is find like-minded individuals to form our mutual aid groups. And they're specific, because you always have to go to sleep at some time or another. And so what we're going to do is share these ideas. The ideas have been out there for a long time, but it's not encouraged for us to think in these terms of helping ourselves. And that's unacceptable. So we want to be help be catalysts for making that happen. Now, how does that translate into action? Give us a call at great and we'll try to set up 
sort of a mobile display where we can come out and show you exactly what we're talking about. This is not about reinventing the wheel. We have the answers that we have to massage to fit our own particular circumstance. That's it. I don't want to make it complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's a, no, it doesn't sound complicated. It sounds like you're putting together a guide. It sounds like you can put it together and bring it to people in a mobile way. And so it's like in person, through on the, on the phone, in discussion, a lot of different platforms to really come together and figure out how to share resources, figure out how to prep for emergencies. Yeah, we, we were at an event not too long ago at the um, Juneteenth event. And we had a lot of people stopping by and they would um, ask questions. We had conversations about, um, you know, their neighborhood, what's going on with their neighborhood, how they're handling certain things. And what we have, you know, as far as um, ideas and resources, you know, to get resources and the ideas that we had as far as, and I think one of the things were, we talked about the walkie talkies. We talked about, um, um, or something else, the walkie-talkies, it was something else. Oh, we oh we talked about having a sort of, uh, I think you would do a USB or something like that instead of a flash drive with your ID on it, like with your, your passport, your driver's license, in case something happens, you can't get to it. You know, you have it available on something small, uh, putting it in places. And, you know, so there's a lot of things like that in different situations um, where people can... Can, can assist people. And, yeah, you know, and it really makes it. a difference, even those yeah. small details. Yeah. Okay, so Muriel, talk a little bit about some of the emerges, uh, upcoming emergency prep programs that you've got planned this summer, and Howard, you can jump in mm -hmm. as she as, as she's talking about them. Well, we're we're basically um, you, we're coming off of that by showing people how to do certain things, like we're going to have um, coming up a dehydration workshop where people can learn how to dehydrate their food and then they have it available. Um, so if something does come up, they will have food. Um, I'm assuming that dehydrated, dehydrated food uh, stores well. Yes. Got it. But what we have to be careful of is that it'll be where everybody's watching it and then they're not doing anything. And if something came up, then they come knocking on your door. And they just take it eventually after they go through the rigmaroles, ask you for it nice. First, I'm asking you nice, and now I'm just going to take it kind of thing. Well, we have to have uh, small help groups that can help protect ourselves or tap into those who are supposed to do that. And so we, we're thinking holistically. It's not just uh, you stack up some stuff and you go away, uh, I mean, and don't deal with it until it comes up and then you're not prepared. So what we're saying is that if we can help each other at a community level, we and it's being done. I mean, it's, it's wonderful, the, the communication we're seeing occurring. People are very much aware of the fact that they might be on their own in situations like this. And so we have to have plans that we can help ourselves on our own. 
And it's not like I'm coming up with something new. This happens all the time, repeatedly. So in wars and in, in uh, famines and in droughts and you name it, right. we have a convergence of a lot of these factors coming together. So what we're trying to do is, what would I do about that? Mm -hmm. So we've been lucky. Uh, we have... Um, Weaver's Way, which is a big cooperative in the area, the north, Northwest. And so they're going to be opening a store in Germantown. Um, and we're trying to work with them to come up with packages that they can offer their constituents or us so that we have an idea on what we're looking at. And we're trying to shorten up the supply chain so that again, we can help each other. The idea here, we set that up at the Juneteenth uh, ceremony and we have this, this stuff in jars, for example, and we're gonna work on be, people being able to prepare how to use that. And nothing's magic here. This is just something that we should be doing anyhow. We can reduce the cost, we can share costs, all types of things, but keep it really decentralized and keep it doable. Right. Okay. So we've got the dehydration workshop coming up. Yeah, that's coming up soon, yes. Is it, what, gonna, what's some of the think, other workshops coming up? I think we're gonna do something with seeds again as well. Um, we're gonna try to do a food exchange and then seed exchange um, and talk to people about you know, how to maybe garden or, you know, how to, to, to grow their own food so that, um, I mean, you can grow food in your house. I mean, you can grow things in your house. I mean, it have to be a lot, but it can be something that, that will be, you know, that will suffice for you, you know, if you learn how to do it. And along with the seed exchange and um, talk some more about the prep and, and different people coming in from different areas of Germantown to kind of you know, okay, what are you doing in your section? What are you doing in your, you know, how are you doing? How are you coming along with it? And, and coming up with more ideas as to how to make it even better. So I know the dehydration workshop's coming up this week. How do people find out the times, the dates, the details for all the information for just, your program? Just go right up? to our great Facebook page. Everything Germantown Residents for Economic Alternatives Together on Facebook. Yes. And Germantown Residents for Economic Alternatives Together website. Yes. Absolutely. Howard, anything else you want to say for people who might think, oh, maybe I maybe I don't need emergency prep. I don't know what's going on here. Tell us more. Good luck. Because <laughs> we're not we're not trying to convince anyone. If you can't see the need for this to do for yourself, and then what can I say? You know, because what happens is if things hit the fan, we we don't have time to, to try to double back on you at that point because the opportunity will slide away very easily. So here's the wake up call for all of us because I've been in these situations and I know how, the snow is coming and we just, oh, la-di-da, you know, if something happens, somebody's going to help me take care of it. 
but it's just not going to work that way. And especially now we're in a paradigm shift and it's being telegraphed to us all the time. You know, it's going to be bad. Okay, so I take you at your word at this point. So now it doesn't matter if things get bad. What are we going to do about it so that we're prepared for a lot of eventualities? I mean, we don't have to be overwhelmed. I feel very strongly about this too. And our group feels strongly that we can help ourselves. And we have to do it. You don't do it, good luck and God bless. I am setting up that community. Muriel, you want to add anything? Um, I just think that um, there are people out there who, who do want to do the same thing. You know, and if they do, then they can just join us, you know. Come on, give us, you know, give us a call, give us, you know, come out, come out to the dehydration and find out how to um, make food that you can keep for a, for a long time, you know, so that you can use it for future future times, you know, come out and see how the seeds work, come out and see certain the things that we're having that's going to be helping that preparedness um, become a reality. Okay, once again, this was Muriel Simmons and Howard Bailey. Thank you both so much for joining us today. Two of great organizers and also great organizers in our community. And, uh, and uh, you can learn more about their emergency prep series and more about the group on their website and on their Facebook page. Thank you both so much for joining oh, and, us today. Um, I forgot to tell them, come out Thursday, come out. Come out Thursday. Yeah, come on out Thursday, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Been the Germantown Info Hub Radio Hour. If you have a story you want to hear covered, please contact us at gtown.infohub at gmail.com or text 
infohub to 73224 to start asking us questions. We encourage listeners to text the equally informed Philly Text Line, another program under Resolve Philly, which allows Philadelphians to gain access to information regarding Philadelphia's services. Equally Informed Philly is a direct response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Their team works to bridge the information divide, reducing barriers for vulnerable residents who need trustworthy information to live and thrive in Philly. Equally Informed provides a community-driven print newsletter and the Equal Info Line, a free bilingual English and Spanish question and answer texting service that also provides vetted local news and resources to subscribers. To start asking questions, text equal info to 73224. This is Maleka Fruin. Good night, Germantown.